know. Hi guys. I have some fun on there. Suck your fucking dick. All right, and happy new year to everybody, and welcome to the totally inappropriate radio show here on the Skyhawk After Dark Radio Network. Yay! So, happy new year, happy 2022. I'm going to have to get used to, well, that's not true, because you just don't write checks or stuff like you used to. So, remember when you had to- You used to write checks? I did. When? I used to write checks. I used to before be a I came big along. Dick player writing checks right and left. Like here's some money for you. Because I don't ever remember seeing you. you do this. And now you don't really have to like worry about remembering that's 2022 on all paperwork, unless you go to the doctor's office for like an STD or something. You had to put on the date on the, the paperwork and stuff. You don't fill that shit out either. <laughs> Jeez, there's a lot of hostility towards me today. So anyway, people, welcome to the Totally Inappropriate Radio Show. I am your hostess, the amazing, legendary, living legend herself, Kimber Haven. I'm going to cut off your mic. Why? It's it's true. It's true. You may not like it, but it's true. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, who, who, who do I got to my right? You got Lexus. Feliz Año Nuevo, everybody. Oh, God, that's hot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, speak that Spanish, you dirty little Hispanic slut. Some hot shit. I need you down there going, oh, me, papi. Who do we got to your right? Oh, you have... The gringa, English-speaking, Raven good. Rocks. Very good. <laughs> if for all of you uh, that don't know, Raven is uh, under the tutelage of Lexus for the Mexican culture and language lately. I made tamales the other day. <laughs> she knows how to make homemade tamales. She now knows uh, to say gringa, not gringo. <laughs> She's learning the feminine, masculine uh, speech patterns. I found out today that uh, on one of my cooking shows that isn't gringo just white? Yeah, that it's not really an insult. I mean, white. It, it's hey white. It's it's kind of like saying hey whitey. You know, <laughs> it, it, it it is kind of an insult. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of a lame insult if you're just calling somebody. Well, I mean, all insults towards white people are kind of lame. <laughs> yeah. Now, what's up, cracker? I mean, yeah, or honky. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we don't have any really know. bad ones. I mean, Peckerwood. 
That's not really a white thing. No, you can call anybody a peckerwood. Yeah, that's not really a white thing. It's not something a black man would ever use, but it's a red, it's a good old boy redneck. Well, thing. no, I just remember this comes from uh, Goddamn Peckerwood. Back to the Future. <laughs> when he, what, the, the guy gets his hand shut in the car and he goes, beat it, spook. And he goes, who are you talking to, Peckerwood? So you learned about racism through Back to the Future? <laughs> Wow. Well, I mean, up until that movie came out, it, it's probably a pretty good assumption that I had never seen a black person in real life. Uh, <laughs> you just only read about them in books. <laughs> pretty much. No, yeah. That's, you watched, that's upstate New York you, you for you. You saw them on TV. You didn't read no books. No, I, I said it <laughs> met in real life, of course. Yeah, you, you, weren't, know. you weren't a book reader. Oh, you fuck read you. No books. All right, so I got I to gotta call out fucking Rodney and Chad here. Okay. What the fuck is this all about? First of all, Raven, Merry New Year. Well, we weren't on last week for Christmas. Merry New Year? So I just threw them together. Merry New Year. Fuck you. (laughs) And then Rodney says, Happy New Year, Lexus. Happy New Year, Raven. Fuck you, Rodney. Maybe if you were nicer to people. They would want me to have a good year? They would wish nice things for you instead of wishing <laughs> horrible things for you. What the fuck is up with that, bro? So, okay, okay, okay. Uh, okay Joe okay, Pesci okay, here. Okay, 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 okay. They fuck you at the drive through. <laughs> All right, um, so what are your, okay, what's a New Year's resolution that you're going to try to accomplish this year? This year is just a healthier me. Meaning? Meaning everything. Overall, health overhaul. So you're getting serious. Yeah. Not only that, it's I'm talking about like, I'm even thinking about talking to a therapist. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, is this because of me? I need it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. No, why would... no. It's because... Okay, mm-hmm. so... I had to go see a therapist for my work, right? Okay. And um, she said to me, uh-huh. I think that you should be talking to somebody after this. And I said, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. And she says, no, really. <laughs> <laughs> you need to talk to somebody. <laughs> well, that's not a good sign. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I started thinking about it. Maybe I should. Uh, you think you need therapy? I think that I have a lot of unresolved things going on. <laughs> yeah. That makes you an angry, violent person? Yeah. Yeah. This makes you want to ball your fist oh, up and punch people? Rodney calling you out. What did he say? What did he say? He what, says what he already told you Happy New Year. I didn't see it. Oh, so because you didn't no, see it. No, I'm looking it, at the chat. It didn't happen. Maybe it was a different platform. Ain't no there. It ain't no happy new was year. Was it on a different platform? I don't, it's, but why was I excluded from this platform? Because you're an asshole. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> That's what you're known for. That's what you're the living legend okay. of. So your, your new year's resolution is to get into shape and go to a therapist. <laughs> Overall health. Yes. Uh, physical and mental. Yes. Okay. Are you close to a breakdown? I've been living with you for 23 years. I'm what do just, you think? Oh, 
I, I don't want you to go nuts and kill me or something. I might. I might. I mean, usually people that are like, I, I really need to talk to a therapist. They're taking time I, bombs. I know some good places to bury your body, too. Uh, you always watch those crime shows. Shit, you guys live in the country. You could bury your body out in the backyard. Don't, and don't, don't fucking help her, Raven. <laughs> I, she doesn't need your fucking help disposing of me. Uh, no, because I don't want to know anything about it. Yeah, oh, you Jesus know, Christ. the other day, I know I watch a lot of crime shows. and The other day I was thinking, I was like, you know. This is how you get away with shit. I, I came up with a plan. Mm-hmm. This is why she needs to see a therapist. She, you, She's thinking about murder. Yeah. You came up with a plan. So you well thought this out. Yeah. What was the objective of your plan? Why did you want to put this plan? to? Oh, there's no object- objective. I was just watching a crime show and I was like, you know, this, this guy's going to get caught because he's not smart enough. And then, of course, he got caught, but it was a TV show. So I was thinking, how would I do it? How would I get away with it? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, great. It's, it's good to know that I am married to somebody that's saying that. That now, needs therapy. Now, now <clears throat> when I wake her up, I'm just going to start playing the Halloween music. <laughs> I was not woken up well today, Raven. Jesus. Let me tell you why. What did the dogs do now? No, the dogs didn't do anything. It was all her. She leaves a pile of shit over on her side of the bed. Had a client she couldn't side. make it to the toilet? So I it's closed. went over <laughs> to wake her up. Underneath her clothes are her fucking shoes. Oh, no. So you fell. Yeah. Why were you stepping on the clothes? Why are there fucking clothes Because you didn't there? pick them up. Just... Walk around the, there's just like a little pile there. You can just, you can get to me without step, uh, just tromping through my clothes. We, you know, I've made it very easy for you to put clothes in the hamper. They never make it to the fucking hamper. Excuse me? You're going to call me out? Really? <laughs> so, so in, if we're not talking about the last week, which is the only week that has been free from it. You don't think that I get a little annoyed with you using the fucking bathroom as your personal laundry hamper? <laughs> hey, I picked them up. I have to move your mountains of clothes before I can take a shit? I picked it up today, yesterday. I don't want to no. hear no, no shit from my wife like you're a little Miss Perfect. No. <laughs> no. No, I ain't no, no bitch fucking husband that's going to take shit while you do shit too. You're going to come at me with my shit. You got plenty of shit on your plate, too. Can we stop talking about shit? Why? Do you need to take one? No. Oh, this coming from the woman that would, when somebody's butt-fucking her, would say, yeah, fuck that shit. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, she used to do that. But, so, Raven, we're trucking on down the line. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. What are are your resolutions? What are you going to change this year? I'm going to I'm going to own a fucking house this year. Well, not like it's the, I've owned two other houses, but right now I live in an apartment, so I'm getting a house. I'm tired. I love my apartment. I love where I'm at. I'm tired of getting stalked and I want a bigger place. All right. And okay. Uh, so so for all you guys out there, it in fact is not cool to sit outside somebody's house and take pictures of their door and send them <laughs> messages on Twitter saying, come out because I want to ask you some questions. It's not cool, bro. Mm. <laughs> so, 
Oh, oh, and I, before we go, we it's also, it's also not cool to sit outside of my house waiting for my girlfriend to leave so you can hit her up. Yeah, yeah, that happens. So what are yours? So before I go into that, I want to let everybody know, because we, we already have um, Irish Lad says... I, yeah, I know. That's why I just typed what I did. Okay, yeah. Um, for all of those listeners, I don't know if you're following the news or if you knew that Kentucky was devastated by tornadoes, I'm, I'm pretty sure that everybody knows that. However, we're under another current tornado watch. But even on fucking New Year's Day, when we're in the middle of a fucking tornado watch with a huge storm going on, we're still on the air for you fuckers. Because that's how we are. That's how we do. And the so, road was almost flooded on the way into your house. But if we go off air, <laughs> just... <laughs> Be aware that it's not because we did it intentionally. We might lose power. We might lose internet. Who knows what we might lose? We may have to flee to Noah's Ark. Hey, Lisa, you sexy bitch. I was just talking about you to Raven the other day. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, mine. You asked me what mine were. Uh, Like you girls, um, because Raven was telling me what she was doing to work towards her house. You're telling me what you're doing to work towards your goals. I do have... um, some things I want to work on that I have been working on. And I don't know if you've noticed, but since I woke up prior to this show, I did not smoke pot. I do not have my bong here. I am not ready to smoke on it after you leave for work. The reason is I am going to reduce the amount of pot I smoke. Um, because for the last couple of days I have woken up wheezing Oh, and I don't like it. And uh, I'm going to reduce the amount of, for all of our listeners who don't know exactly how much weed I do smoke, it's an (laughs) all-day affair. Um, I never run out, and I basically smoke from, you know, a couple hours after I get up until I crash and go to bed. And it's it's doing a number on my lungs, and I'm going to reduce that, Um, yeah, uh, it's is starting to affect me as far as my breathing. And when I'm doing my cam shows, I'm getting winded easier. Yeah, well, I mean, you you do smoke quite a bit while you're doing your cam shows. That should probably... But that was never yeah. an issue. It, it's, it's the pot that's harsh. Let me see your fingers. Okay, all right. That's a <laughs> jacuzzi last night, bitch. Oh, so you scrubbed it off? You got nothing on me. Yeah, you scrubbed it I off. I didn't scrub it off. Chlorine fucking takes that shit off. No, no. Honey's in there. Hey, honey. You know, speaking of scrubbing it off, you need to, at some point in time in the show, tell the story about you having to do the video for the gift and the tattoo she had on her chest. Well, that would, that would go into the whole fact that Lexus really doesn't speak of what we do. At her place of work. I don't speak of what I do at my workplace. Yeah, but your whole work already knows it. It doesn't have to be spoken. Oh, not everywhere knows. But she's she's still very much on the down low. So when uh, yeah, because I gotta I gotta pay bills. And her particular job would probably frown on her being a, a porn director. You think? Yeah, you think? <laughs> think yeah, might might be an issue. So I guess we need to touch on Betty White. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah. I've, I've seen TikTok videos all day about her. Very sad. Um, I was a huge Betty White fan. I thought she was a national treasure. I mean, although I am extremely upset 
that Betty White is no longer with us and we'll never get to enjoy her brand of humor again, which always did it for me. Um, I can't feel too overwhelmingly bad because the woman almost made it to 100 years old. She, I mean, look at how much we think we've lived life at this age. Yeah. Can you imagine how long life seems to her? Well, and also as full as she lived it. You know, because some people live, you know, to be 100 years old and they leave their house once a week. Well, and I was saying this yesterday to Kimber that, you know, her third husband, uh, she said, was the love of her life. And she lost him after 17 years to cancer. And I can only imagine how empty she felt for, you know, those long years without him. So I get it. It's just, you know, 100 years. I mean, she didn't quite make it to 100, but she was pretty fucking close. Yeah. Well, she's got the same birthday as me that I found out from you, and uh, that's only 17 days away, 16 days away. I, I kind of had a feeling she wasn't going to make it. It sucks, but, I mean, at least she lived a good life. She was beloved by everyone, and she lived a very long life, and she yeah. lived a very good one. And it's it's hard to feel bad for somebody that that lived such a good life and was such a good person and was loved by so many people. I mean, if you're going if you're going to live a life and you live it to that extent and you're loved that much and you live to a hundred years old, you did pretty fucking good. You know, I kind of feel that way about my dog Loki. You know, yeah, I was so sad that I lost him, but then you got to think back and go. I had a Labrador retriever that lived to be almost 18 years old. You know, who am I to bitch or, or be super sad because there's people, you know, that only get a couple of years with a dog they love and then they're gone. So Yeah, we, we got five short years with Thor. Five. And that was, he ended up, he had cancer. And, uh, I mean, those big dogs don't live as long, but his yeah, it was life, a great day. Yeah, his life was... Sh- Short even for a Great Dane. Yeah, five does seem short. God, Jesus fucking Christ. This is a goddamn comedy show. This You're has gotten morose as fuck. You're the one who started it with the, <laughs> the Betty White. We're a bunch of morose motherfuckers right now. All right, let's talk about our Christmas. Because I'm sure they're curious about how our Christmas was. So our Christmas took place later than, than most. Yep. Um, our well, we did have one Christmas. It's just Lexus couldn't come. We did. Yeah, you came over to my house for dinner on Christmas Day. Oh, yeah, but that wasn't really Christmas. That was just... In fact, it was really Christmas, uh, just not the one we celebrated. It's not like I had any dinner or anything or ate. I just went over there to meet Amy's mother and to visit. But, I mean, an actual real Christmas where you sit around as a family and you give each other gifts and you have a nice dinner. And that happened on the 28th. Yeah. That happened Tuesday on the 28th, which is normally our game day. It's our day where we get together with the family we, we are close to. We have our own little family, and we get together with them every week, and make time for our family, spend time as a family. And we had our Christmas there then uh, on Tuesday, and we opened all our gifts. So um, who wants to start with the cool shit they got? Why don't you? Okay, well, my gifts are super nerdy, so only the uber <laughs> nerds will truly appreciate some of my gifts. I got an amazing photo signed to me by Bruce Campbell and Ted Ramey, which my beautiful 
loving wife stood in line (laughs) for hours hours to do for me on christmas which forever uh, that gift kind of got to me and almost got me crying because i I knew what she had gone through to do it for me and it, it, it was amazing that she felt i was worth that so and just so you guys know i didn't pay her back and i didn't get in the picture with them let me tell you a story <laughs> so a long long time ago when we first started dating i had this we were totally into working out all the time there was this fitness competitor that i thought was the best i wanted to meet her <sighs> back then kimber was a jerk <laughs> really I, really back then I, I was at home watching her kid at the time because we were not married and uh she went off to a fitness expo i was a competitive bodybuilder and um met this person and got a photo with her yeah now okay now now before you make me out to be an <laughs> asshole wait 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 wait, wait. <laughs> First of all, I took that photo for you and sent it to you immediately. What would you like me to do? I had a cell phone. It's not like she was there uh, giving away photos and signing them that I could get that. She's standing there. I've got a cell phone and I've got a buddy that can take a photo. Yeah, now, I could take a photo of her just standing there or I could stand beside her and take the photo and send it to you. So I want to know how I was an asshole and what you would have done differently. What would you have done? I, I was, I'm just giving you shit. I, I know that there's nothing else you could have done. I mean, I mean, you didn't have a picture of her. It's not like I could get you an autograph. It's, uh, the best I could do is have Zach hold my phone and say, no, Zach, would you take back this? Back in that time, there was no cell phones. You didn't even have a cell phone. You know, I if was you, just about to ask. I was like, how long ago was this? Because it was yeah. probably like, what, one megapixel, if, if even if that? If you remember, we didn't get our first cell phone until we moved to Seattle. And do you remember meeting the uh, Mr. Masters Olympia on the Vegas Strip yes. and me taking a photo with him? Yeah. Do you remember how his wife was? No. How when I approached him, she immediately just kind of moved yeah. aside and just let it happen. She's used to it. It reminds <laughs> me of you now. <laughs> she remi- Back then, I'm like, she knew the drill. She knew she's with somebody that's famous, that has fans, that's going to take photos. So she just kind of moved to the side and she was very polite and just let it happen. And she was very patient about it. Yeah. But I'm thinking back on it. I'm like, you know, her behavior is basically like you do. <laughs> You're like, okay, it's a fan. So. Um, I think your dog wants another treat. Well, he can want all he wants. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I don't think in any way I was an asshole for doing I'm it. just giving you shit. I really don't think you were an asshole. Uh, I, I mean, just, I've done some asshole things. I don't I, think that's well, one of them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, hey, I you know that I'm the first to admit to any horrible things I do. Yes. I accept it. I own it. If I do something but, shitty, I'll own that. But I knew that it was going to be a Christmas gift. And you have to pay for photo ops. So it was much cheaper to go with the two of them than it was just to get one. Oh, fuck you, honey. <laughs> what she wrote in chat. Oh, you all sound so old. Would you so, like some salt with she that? Didn't, she Ooh. didn't think she didn't think we sounded old when she was giving you a blowjob. <laughs> Came all over that bitch's face. <laughs> so I, I knew this was going to be a gift, and they asked me if I wanted to be in it, and I'm like, Yeah, no, <laughs> no, no thanks. And, and 
Bruce Campbell, when she w- waited all these hours to take a photo with Bruce Campbell and Ted Raimi, she got up there and says, okay, I don't want to be in the photo. And <laughs> it freaked them out. And Bruce Campbell said the most Bruce Campbell thing ever to her. Yes, he did. What did he say? He said, whatever floats your boat, baby. <laughs> I mean, he's just totally Bruce Campbell. I'm like, that, that, that makes it even better because he's so Bruce Campbell. So anyway, along with that amazing photo that she got me, <laughs> I, I actually was using this one as bragging rights last night to my big brother because I knew my big brother would go a shit over this present. Raven bought me a Generation 1 Optimus Prime because when I was a child, this toy Optimus Prime was the shit. It was released in 1984 when I was 10 years old on my birthday. It was released 1984. Optimus Prime was released 1984, September 17th on my birthday. And I begged my dad to buy me Optimus Prime. And he did. And back then in 1984, it was a $20 toy. Yeah, he was expensive. Yeah. So it's like a $60, $70 toy now. So he bought it for me and it was my favorite toy of all time. And over the years, you know, it's 35 years ago. So over the years, I lost Optimus Prime. Well, Raven comes in and buys me a Generation 1 Optimus Prime. That's the actual real deal. Not a repo, but she actually scours eBay and finds me an original one that has all the stickers still on it. It's 98% complete. It's in amazing shape. All the rubber tires are still good. So I was taking photos and sending them to my big brother going, guess who has a Generation 1 Optimus Prime, motherfucker? So he thought that was really cool. So I also got a really badass Doc Brown NECA figure, collector's figure, which <laughs> looks so much like him, it's insane. Yes, it does. It, it just looks, I love NECA. NECA is just badass. So anyway, those are, are three of my really cool fucking presents. So Lexus, what you get? <laughs> okay, let's see. I got, so, okay, I'm really lame. (laughs) Let me just start with that. I'm really lame. Wow. (laughs) I want shit that I can use for my house. Old lady shit. Like, You're like buying for an old lady. Kind of, yeah. So, let's see, three gifts. I'll I'll give one from each recipient. Uh, One, I got these really cool Asian bowl set. That was really cool. It's displayed in my china cabinet. From Nippon. Do you know what Nippon is? Yes. It's isn't Nippon. It, isn't it a country, a part of the country? Do you know what Nippon is? I don't fucking know. Okay, for all of our listeners, <laughs> Nippon, Nippon is Japan. Uh, for some reason, uh, Americans call it J- Japan, but they don't call their own country that. Uh, they call their country Nippon. Um, not Japan. Okay. So... Then I've got something that I've been wanting for a really, really long time, and I was really shocked when I opened it because I wasn't expecting it. I got a cricket maker. <laughs> You're going to have to explain. Yeah, because I didn't know. <laughs> okay, wait, wait. Before you go into this, let me explain this story for our listeners. So I go over to Raven's house on our date night, and she sits me down and says, okay, I got Sandra a cricket, and you have to make sure she doesn't get one. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? Is a cricket. So then she turns on this video on YouTube and makes me learn what a fucking cricket is, where I will understand what it is, what it looks like, what it does, where I, my primary job is to make sure she doesn't buy one prior to Christmas. I almost pulled the trigger. (laughs) Almost. Because there was one, it was a Black Friday. 
and uh, I had like thirty dollars saved up in my Amazon account, and so it was like on sale for like ninety. $90, and then I had $30, and they're like, you can get it now for $69.99, and I was like, <gasps> And she, we have this big group chat we're always talking in, and she says this in group chat, and I get a private chat immediately <laughs> from Raven going, remember what your job is. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, then I got that, and then I've been wanting... Well, you have to explain what it is, because oh, I didn't explain okay. what it is. So a Cricut Maker is this really cool uh, machine that can make cuts, can make stickers, it can make uh, cuts for, you know, um, templates for shirts, uh, it can make templates for mugs, it can make templates for everything. So basically, it's kind of like, it takes all the, the work out of making homemade Stuff. Basically, it's the thing that you use to monogram all those mugs and yep. t-shirts and make custom mugs, t-shirts, hats. Um, yeah, it's a crafting device yes. that does all that shit. It's a one-shop crafting device. Yes. And it's really cool. And <laughs> the one, you didn't finish that as far as the one you were going to buy compared to your reaction when oh, you got Oh, yeah. Christmas. Okay, so the one I was going to buy was the Cricut Joy, which is a smaller version of it. It's uh, basically, you can't do as much. You, you can't do as big as uh, templates. Like for shirts and shit, you could basically only write, you know, a few words and then that's it. But this one's the full size one. I can make it. Lisa, 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 Lisa knows what, what it is. <laughs> She's like, oh, hell, I've been wanting a cricket. So, yeah. So she, Raven gets her the top of the line big boy. So when she opens it, she starts freaking the fuck out, having a mini breakdown, mini stroke there. She's like, no, Raven, no, you spent too much. No, Raven. She was so excited about that yeah. one. And I've been wanting to, I'm, my next project on the house is redoing the kitchen. And I have this drawer where I keep all of my bags and uh, aluminum foil and saran wrap and all this shit and it's been bugging me that it's just in a drawer. So I've got this cool little wooden box. That but you don't know where all. to put it yet. Yeah, I don't know where to put it yet. I, 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 I'm lost in that. The old woman gets, that's fair. <laughs> I, can't, I can't talk shit too much because Lisa chimed in. She says she wants one. She's a fucking whore that works in a bunny ranch. <laughs> so it's not too old lady. It's She's fucking- a porn star. She's a nominated porn star whore that works in a fucking... Uh, what what brothel? What, thank you. <laughs> I was looking for that word. Listen, I can make T-shirts now. Cool. Yeah, so I'm excited. Lisa already has one. <laughs> she was she's one of the OGs. So, um, okay, Raven, what kind of cool shit did you get? Well, um, I like to cook, and when with cooking, you need to have good knives, and I don't have many. <laughs> So Lexus got me this really fancy Japanese, I'm not even sure what kind of knife it is, but it's, I, I'll use it for everything. There's one problem. It's so nice, I don't even want to take it out of the box. <laughs> Those fucking chef knives are expensive. They are. I, I buy her one every once in a while to add to her collection, but they're like 80 bucks a pop. Yeah, They go from like 50 to $110, depending on the mm-hmm. knife and the style. So they're not cheap. But I do a lot of cooking, so I, I need good knives. It's just, it's going to take me a few weeks to 
pull it out of the box and start using it. And for all of our listeners that don't know anything about uh, cutlery, um, chef knives are not made of stainless steel because stainless steel cannot be sharpened to a razor's edge. So they're made out of carbon steel that can be sharpened to a scalpel's edge. However, because of that, they do rust. So if you have a chef knife, you have to hand wash them, then you have to immediately dry them, and you have to keep them oiled every once in a while with knife oil, or they will rust. They cannot be washed in a dishwasher. Well, I was going to say, up until this point, I only had one. Now I have two. What else did you get besides a cool chef knife? Oh, (laughs) and... It's funny that you said you were sending your brother pictures because um, I I am a huge, well, I wouldn't say huge. When I was a kid, I was a huge Voltron fan. And I found a, like the full size, it wasn't actual like a 1980s toy that I put on my list because I don't care. I just like the Voltron. It doesn't have to be original. But... I put it on my wish list just so I could go back later and get it. It's $500 toy. So what I find out is Kimber goes on my list. She sees it and then she's like, oh, that's not good enough. <laughs> she starts looking for one that's not made of plastic, but it's made out of die cast. So I get home after she gives it to me and I put it together and I'm holding it in my hand and this damn thing's got to weigh five pounds. It's a five pound toy and it has like 476 accessories (laughs) that go with it. And a stand to display. (laughs) So to, to go back to what I was originally saying, when I was a kid, my brother got up or got a Voltron for Christmas. So... I think it was the day after Christmas. I took a picture and I had to send it to him. And I'm like, look what I got for Christmas. Yeah, so for all those Uber nerds, she got a Voltron Gold Edition. So basically, it's a limited edition Voltron release. They only made like a thousand of them. They're outrageously expensive, made of all die cast. And they're like 14 inches tall when assembled. Oh, he's humongous. They're fucking huge. They're well over a foot tall. Shit, the sword that he carries is is probably eight inches long by itself. So, yeah, uh, if you guys are super curious how fucking cool this toy is, just hit her up on Twitter. I'm sure she has plenty of pictures. She'll shoot you how fucking cool it is. <laughs> it's, it is a insanely expensive toy. It is right up there with the Uber nerds as if you wanted a Lego Millennium Falcon. It's one of those... Super pieces. Oh, she's got there pictures go. now. Oh, yes, That's yeah. actually the picture I sent my brother. Yeah, and it, it, it's all five lions they assemble to create Voltron. They're all articulated where you can pose them in any Not position. Not only are they articulated, I think I already explained this to you. Like the legs move like a normal toy leg would move, you know, frontwards and backwards like an animal running. But while I was playing with it, I found out not only do they move that way, but they move side to side, so you can make the lion look like it's juking or something. <laughs> did you have a blast putting it together and making no, Voltron? No, no, I did not. <laughs> Number one, I didn't want to take it out of the box, but you kept saying you need to take it out and play with it. Yeah. Then as I'm putting it together, because it's so robust, when you stick the lions together to make Voltron, you have to press really hard to get them to lock in and click. Because it's once they click in, it's extremely solid. There's no play at all. 
but I'm like going, you know, cause it didn't want to, didn't want to go in. So You're I'm like, like, please don't break. Yeah. Don't so I'm break. like, do I push harder or do I not risk it? <laughs> but I pushed harder and they went in, <laughs> but it's so cool. The paint on them is amazing. It's just, it, it's an, it's an awesome, awesome. What game. else did you get? Well, from Justin, um, he got me a few things, but my favorite one is my Hattori Hanzo Cafe t-shirt. You were wearing that uh, <laughs> Thursday when I yes. came over. Yeah, you were wearing that Thursday. For everybody that doesn't know and hasn't seen any of the Kill Bill movies, when she goes and gets her Hattori Han- Hanzo, which I have one, she actually goes to the cafe of, what, what do they call swordsmiths in Japan? Do they have a special name or are they just swordsmiths? Um, I, I, I don't Anyways, know. the swordsmith that made her, her uh, sword is actually owns this own little, his own little cafe. So he got me a t-shirt with the logo of the cafe. Did you get the sword last year or the year before? I think I got it last year. Okay. That was a cool gift too. <laughs> For okay. everybody that doesn't know, I'm a big uh, Kill Bill we're, fan. We're all nerds in, in, <laughs> in our own way, so we get nerdy gifts. I mean, you know, a, a cricket isn't exactly cool kids club, but I wanted it, and I wanted it bad. <laughs> I, no, that actually, as far as crafting people goes, that, that is a cool kids club. So last night I went, I left early and I, I was going to go, I, I was going to go to Hobby Lobby to get me some accessories for it. <laughs> fucking, they hate faggots there. And uh, <laughs> it was fucking closed. I forgot it was a holiday. Surprised they even let you in that place. You look like such a lesbo. And you like it? You know, Hobby Lobby needs to join I know, forces with I know Chick-fil-A. who's in chat that does like it. Well, she likes it. Yesterday, (laughs) the entire way to work, she kept sending me pictures of myself. (laughs) Uh, You're fucking hot. What what, what do you expect? I mean, you're you're hottie. You you just honey was in this house for five minutes, and she was already hot for you. Who wouldn't be? (laughs) I mean, she's a hot piece of ass. Stop. What? You hot, girl. You hot. Besides, a lot of our fans don't know what you look like. By the way, for all of you that don't know what Lexus looks like, there's Lexus hanging <laughs> hanging on the couch. No makeup, nothing. With her vape beside her and with her laptop. And her. Yeah, you see the comments. The yeah. first two comments. <laughs> and those d- long ass toes. <laughs> hey, I have long toes too. It's cool. Um, Lexus has this problem where she thinks she's ugly. She won't ever believe anybody that she's hot. Listen, I when you when you're growing up and your nickname is ugly, <laughs> it leaves a mark. Okay. Oh, you just got a new nickname. ankle tats are hot oh oh you know now that they mentioned your ankle tat let's tell a story (laughs) let's tell a story about that ankle tat tell everybody the story about that ankle tat you dirty dirty little girl what about it about how you weren't supposed to go get tattoos i wasn't and you were a mexican woman and you got one and hid it from your mother (laughs) and you got caught no i didn't get caught i told her 
okay, so this is what happened. Uh, when I was 18 or 19, I can't remember. Uh, that was my fuck you, I could do what I want. Bitch, you were a hot little 18-year-old bitch. And um, my friend got it for me for my birthday, so I must have been turning like, oh, great, I just broke it. <laughs> I, I must have been like I'm turning 19 probably my friend got it for me and uh, I went and got it hid it from my parents from a long time my, my, it wasn't hard hiding it from my dad because he was blind um, however I thought I was living at home and I thought one day I'm going to be sleeping my ankle's going to be hanging out and my mom's going to find out so I got to tell her so one day I go to my mom and um, I say mom I got to tell you something but you can't be mad <laughs> That's never a good start with a parent. That's never a good start. That means I've done something bad. You're going to get mad. And she says, uh, okay, what? I said, I got a tattoo. And she says, shut up. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm like, mom, I'm serious. I'm not joking. This is not a joke. I got a tattoo. She's like, get out of here. And I'm like, okay, do you want to see it? And that's when she got pissed because she knew I wasn't joking. <laughs> oh, that's funny. To this day, I'm still the only one in the family with a tattoo. Okay. Um, yeah, but you were you were a handful. By the time you were 18, you were not only getting a tattoo, you were smoking and drinking and smoking pot and no, sexually I, I, active. Actually, I did not smoke pot till I was about 20. Oh, but you were drinking and smoking and... Yeah. Yeah, and fucking. I, I was always adamantly against drugs um, when I was a kid. And drugs are When I was a kid, it's so stupid when I think about it. Uh, they had that whole D.A.R.E. program. Oh my God, D.A.R.E. worked on you? Um, and You're one of the few. I was at the mall and um, <clears throat> I was at the mall and they had this huge, huge D.A.R.E. program going and you had to sign an oath that said you would not do drugs. <laughs> and my name was in the newspaper and my mom kept it. And so I was like, ah, okay. So I remember in high school, all my friends would smoke pot, but I would be like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing it. <laughs> all because my name was in the stupid newspaper. And I was like, I can't. Until you were 20. Yeah. And okay. And that, that story in and of itself is a funny story because nobody could get me to do it except my brother. <laughs> Here I am with one of my best friends at the time who's Mormon, right? And Mormons are so fucking strict. They can't even have ca caffeine, okay? Because mm -hmm. it's... it's It your, goes against their magic hat. Your body is a temple and you're supposed to, you know, keep it sacred, I guess. It so. goes against the scriptures Jesus put in the magic hat. My friend was Mormon and I, my brother's trying to get us to smoke because he doesn't want me to run and tell my parents. <laughs> He's trying to make you accessory. Yeah. <laughs> So <laughs> turn the narc into accessory. So I'm like, no. And he's like, come on, man, just try it. Come on. I'm like, no, I don't want to. And then I said, okay, if my friend will do it, who's a Mormon, I'll do it. Little did I know the power of a good looking guy because she had a crush on my brother. She's like, okay. Yeah. Uh. And then you <laughs> discovered what pot does to you. Yes. Almost immediately. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It was horrible. Horrible. Lexus does not have a good reaction to pot. Um, it makes yeah. me vomit. 
Every time. Projectile uncontrollable vomit. I don't remember you vomiting at the 4th of July party. The only time I did not was with an edible, but I still did not like it. I, I did just, not like how I did not have control of my body. I just remember, <laughs> I remember walking in the house and you were just staring into oblivion and I said something to you and you didn't move. And about four seconds later, you just kind of slowly moved you your know, head at me. Do you know how many times during that day <laughs> that I'm like, oh my God, say this, this would be so funny, <laughs> but my brain would not, my brain would just not work with my mouth. It just wouldn't. <laughs> So, um, I didn't have a much better experience that day. <laughs> I think this because we we've been off for we our last show was like two weeks ago because we took Christmas off. So I don't know if the listeners are aware of what happened, to Raven. Oh, God. oh God, yeah, that was pretty bad, and, that, and I don't think they know. And that was a gift that she didn't go over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But Raven, we're, that we're was gonna, not one of her favorite gifts. We're going to turn this over to you because I don't think they're aware of how serious of something happened to you in the last two weeks. So why don't you talk about that? Well, I'm looking for a picture to throw on uh, chat. <clears throat> um, so um, I don't know. It's been about a, it was last Sunday. Yeah, the day it after was, Christmas. Yeah, it was no. It happened right before your vacation. Yes, yeah, you're right, it did. So I, once a week, usually on a Saturday or Sunday, because Kimber and I never eat, um, but I always tell myself, because I used to make breakfast for my kids all the time, that I usually will make a nice breakfast one day a week. But this time, (laughs) I was making bacon, but instead of doing it on my griddle, I was like, I'm going to try doing it in the oven. So I put it in the oven, 400 degrees, and like 15, 20 minutes later, I come out to check it, and I slide the the cookie sheet about halfway out to check the bacon, and I really don't remember much. All I don't remember the pan tilting or anything. All I remember is like knife-stabbing burning on my leg. And what had happened is apparently the pan tilted and 400 degree bacon grease hit my leg. And I came up like, oh my God, ran right to the bathroom, got it in the, uh, in the water and shit there for the first couple days. It didn't really hurt much. (laughs) Until the nerves. Yeah. Until everything started firing again and holy fuck. And what did you get for Christmas? You fuckers got me a bunch of burn shit. <laughs> well, that's because you're always burning yourself. Always burning myself. You I do burn myself yourself like a lot. Twice. Oh, oh, really? Where'd that scar on your tit come from? What scar? I don't have a scar. Uh, yeah, you have a burn scar on your tit. Where'd it come from? No, I don't. It's gone. How about that surgery you had? What surgery? Your ankle. Don't you have like burns all over you? On your no, it's my arms yeah. and my oh, yeah. back. Oh yeah, there you go. That was in my twenties though, and that was oh yeah, that was that was because a lot has of, changed in your forties. That Listen. was because of stupidity. I couldn't do anything about you. That. Burn yourself a lot. I fall a lot, and she cuts herself a lot. Made me sound like a goth ass cutter. <laughs> like I'm just sitting and going, "Oh, I hate life. I'm gonna give myself." No, I'm just saying with all of <laughs> to the- leave a scar. Come on, Ronnie. Fuck yeah, I was gonna leave a scar. Come on now. With all of the uh, stuff that you build, you tend to cut yourself a lot. 
Yes. Like the one time you cut yourself and I'm like, this needs stitches. Oh, fuck that shit. You're like, nah, just glue that shit together. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta finish my project. You fucking put some super well, glue on Well, I that. mean... Just stop the bleeding. It's getting on my fucking project. Everybody in chat can see the size of that burn. I did not go to the ER because I was a stud. Oh, my God. No, the reason I didn't go was because I didn't. Yes, I'm burned, but I really didn't think it was an emergency worth tying people in the ER up for. So Taking them away from Republican retards dying of COVID? Yeah. Okay, well, I got to go. I'll see you all next week. Bye. All right, later, you sexy thing. Now the whole world knows what you look like. Blam. In your face. You can't hide. You can't hide. I'll show the fucking world. You can't hide. <laughs> so needless to say, she's got a fucked up leg. <laughs> well, everybody in chat can see it. I mean, if you look, well, actually, it really doesn't show much between the two. I should probably put one in the middle there, too. So... OnlyFans is definitely targeting me for elimination. Oh, Here we go. No, it's, I mean, because I'm top tier, they're targeting me. They're, they've already pulled 30 of my videos. Um, they're targeting a lot of my videos for being inappropriate, uh, despite them being legal and consensual and with their policies. They're making their own decision that they don't like its content. So I'm being targeted by uh, OnlyFans, and that's fine. Um, because I'm the only fucking porn star that seems to be getting these notifications I'm showing Raven because she's not getting any of them. So they're specifically targeting me. And that's normal, par for the course. Me and many vids have gone to war. They've pulled many of my vids because they didn't like its content, whether it was legal and consensual or not. Um, you know, I, I've had a lot of sites actually pull my shit or boot me off entirely like I'm banned from Facebook and that's because I posted a bikini picture. I, I didn't even have to Yeah, they're ridiculous. That's happened to me multiple times on Instagram. To, I mean, the only place that my really fucked up videos with fucked up content, I mean, it's still legal and consensual, but it's still fucked up, is on my website because I'm not, not subject to censorship on my own fucking site. So I have my fucked up videos on my website, but the only other site I've ever been a part of and it's a shame that I don't make money, more money off the site because they're the only ones that have left me alone Who? on all counts. Who? Cliff for Sale. Well, that's the home of fucked up porn. It's because you were buddy buddy with the owner. No, it's Cliff's for Sale is a home of fucked up porn. If you are wanting, it really is. If you are wanting something super weird and fucked up, like uh, some girl sitting on balloons and popping them, that's your thing, you'll find that on Cliff for Sale. <laughs> they are the fetish website and many vids is run by a bunch of white woke tards and many vids is very political and very woke and they push a very staunch political agenda with their porn company which i think is ridiculous because there's fucking smut peddler pimps they're just pimping out other people making money off other people having sex they're just fucking cyber pimps but they're woke and they're run by a bunch of white people, and they, they made race play a racial slur on their site, so you can't even say race play. Um, but yet, faggot is fine. You can say faggot all day long, but you can't mm -hmm. say race play. But they're, they're extremely woke, and their many vids goes on these crusades, depending on what's hot in the news at the time. I can't fucking stand them. I can't fucking stand I've gotten to the point I yeah. don't even put videos up there anymore. If you're going to be a cyber pimp, 
Don't fucking peddle politics. Don't fucking preach to me. Don't get on a fucking soapbox and tell me what society should be, you fucking pimp. Why don't you go sell more people having sex because you didn't have to sell it. You didn't have to have sex. All you did was took other people having sex, lined them up clients, and and took your piece. They're fucking cyber pimps. So don't get on a fucking soapbox and preach to me values. When you make your living off of me fucking. Yes. And you take your piece, you fucking cyber pimp fuck. I was actually talking to my sister today about this because um she has a friend who is black who is dating a white woman and i was explaining to her what interracial porn who it's actually geared for yeah and it's not geared for woke offended white people no (laughs) all porn all porn is supposed to by its very nature of pawn creation supposed to offend everyone it's not targeted to If you are making a porn for a specific group of people, it is supposed to come off as offensive to anybody that it's not specifically made for. Porn is not to be accepted. It's supposed to be offensive. That's what porn is. Speaking of that, I'm on Reddit also. And this fan of mine hits me up and she's like, I'm sorry. um, I I didn't want to keep going off on all your pictures um, because they're... uh, they were taking them down or something. Uh, Reddit has subreddits, which is like different rooms that you can join. Okay. I was in a room called Snow Bunnies. Okay. And because I have a penis, they deleted my pictures off of their subreddit. What? How do you even... Okay. It's just another avenue for advertising. All right, so let me get this straight. Let me try to get this straight. You don't have time to cam for advertising, but you have time to get on chat rooms. It's not a chat room. It sounds like a fucking Yahoo it's, chat. It's kind of like me. Twitter, but with rooms instead of with just chat one. Rooms. Oh, no, it's not chat rooms. Nothing is live. What? What? You hang out on chat rooms? You could get more advertising just going on fucking cam and says I time put up a rooms. fucking picture and then I'm done with it. Yeah, sure, whatever. You're on there fucking Jesus, trolling for look attention. At, look at Reddit. Go look. I'm just, you know, I, I try to tell all these girls. I'm like, if you want to fucking market yourself and get to a place where you're successful, fucking cam. I am successful, so don't fucking cam for money. Cam for a commercial. That's the That's, best. I'm way not to on Reddit for money. It's all free fucking taking it back to yahoo chat rooms well i i went back and and talked to this um person and i don't know if she saw some of the chat before it got deleted or what and you'll like this you'll really like this she said that somewhere she had seen that they took my pictures down off of snow bunnies because they also saw me in a sissy subreddit where i posted something that said it was one of the pictures you took and it was like i used to be a stud i used to be this and that and now i'm a sissy and i took it too far and shit like that and they saw that and because i posted in a sissy subreddit to advertise there too and you can't be a sissy and a snow bunny why not why can't you be a sissy snow bunny i i i don't think that they think that we specifically made a video called yeah sissy snow bunnies (laughs) So, 
along the lines of Christmas, since it's, we just passed our Christmas time, I found out something really interesting. I was watching this YouTube video. Thank you, Lisa. It's a forum. It's, it's not a chat room. It's a fucking Yahoo chat room. You can call it anytime, anything you want, but it's the same. Don't it's, be mad just because you're so tech-tarded you won't even check it out. They've been around since the early 90s trying to get little kids to sleep with older men. But anyway, uh, uh, Namfa loves it, those chat rooms. Oh, God. See, you say that. I watched... Nambla, that's Nights. what it is. Nambla. Yeah, I watched Boogie Nights last night, and it gets to that point where his friend is arrested and has to admit to him that they found a bunch of fucking uh, kitty yeah. porn. Oh, that's it, nasty. Uh, the National Boy Love Association. Yeah, Nambla. something like that. Oh, I just want to kill them all. Yeah, along with the Republicans. Yeah. <laughs> Most of them are Republicans anyway. So anyway, uh, I was watching this YouTube video about Christmas and stuff, and it was... It was going off on the classic claymation uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And it was showing how it was done. I will fight some fuckers that are making... Were they talking down on it? No. Oh, okay. They were showing how it was achieved. I was about to go off. (laughs) And I was completely wrong with how I thought it was done. I thought it was like uh, Wallace and Gromit or something. I thought it was claymation. It's not. Uh, Those were actually built in Japan. They were contracted Japan... Uh, for those, th- for those models, but they weren't claymation. They were wooden puppets, carved hand wooden puppets. I could see that they, they they had discovered them and they had found them. They were redoing them, and they were just wooden hand carved puppets. They weren't made out of clay at all, and they're they're stuffed with Japanese newspapers. Huh? That's how they knew that they were authentic because they found yeah. them and they're like, what the fuck? This looks like the Rudolph. And they found out what they really were. But yeah, they were just, and Rudolph's nose was all fucked up because back in that day, they used an actual light bulb. To so light it up had to be that big. So it burnt the wood in the puppet. So oh. they replaced it, repaired it with an LED that wouldn't uh, give off heat uh. for display. Because <laughs> back in the old days, they would just flip it on when they needed it for yeah. the scene. But the heat of it would cause damage to the puppet. But yeah, they were just basically marionettes without strings. They were wooden puppets. Like when Santa's flapping his uh, mouth and talking, they're showing the little wooden mechanism that makes his <laughs> mouth go up and down. And it's just a wooden ventriloquist puppet. And they're tiny. They're about eight inches tall. And I just thought it was fascinating to find out that Rudolph was not claymation at all. Those are actual wooden puppets that puppeteers are playing with on screen. I mean, when I was growing up, it wasn't Christmas until you saw that show. Um, And that was back when you couldn't just go on Netflix and watch it. You had to wait for it to come on Channel 3. The message of that show is extremely impactful to me to this day. The the thought of the island of misfit toys. <laughs> the the place where the people that were deemed to be defective and different were placed because they weren't deemed to be worthy of a child's love. They weren't deemed to be worthy to be loved because they were defective. And it just it hits home. It hits home. I think it hits home for all people that are different that the, that they had this island where they were exiled to yeah. because they were different they were defective so the rest of the world said you're not worthy of love you have to go live alone with other defective people 
and it's it's very it's very to the heart of how transsexuals often feel yeah. or anybody who's really different because you know we have a large family of misfits but they're not all transsexual no they're not we're starting to branch out yeah and they're misfits for other reasons but they're all the island of misfit toys they're all people that society deemed defective in some way cast out didn't want they were deemed unworthy of love because they weren't normal so who the fuck wants to be normal normal so boring yeah but that that story is very to this day it's still uh an emotional impactual story about what its messaging is i think it's more impactual now than it was back then well not only that but because Rudolph was just slightly different. Nobody wanted to fucking play with him. Nobody wanted anything to do with him, which is a lot like many trans people's families when they come out. You know, everything's cool, just like it was when they were covering up his nose. But as soon as that thing popped out of that little black cover, all of a sudden everybody's freaking out. Like you when your dick pops out? No. On forums? These are freaking out. I didn't even show my dick. I wasn't even naked. I didn't even show nipple. I thought you did on the snow bunny one. No. Oh, Jesus, Kimber. thought you did show your dick. That's why you got pulled. No, no, it wasn't because it was because I posted sissy ones in another forum and somebody saw it and So bitched. on the snow bunny, you didn't show your dick? What are you talking about? In uh, the actual forum, did you post pictures no. of your dick? No, I did not. Then how did they know you had a dick? I don't know. Maybe because they went over, maybe somebody checked out my profile and... I don't know. You like to show that little thing off. Oh, fuck off. You think it's impressive? (laughs) I do not. I'm the last person to say my dick is impressive. Speaking to the little kid's Kenner Price microphone. (laughs) Just saying. So... You're always uh, just saying. Omnicron. Good old COVID. Omnicron. Okay, I stand corrected. You did see my nipples. I'm posting it in chat right now. That's what I made mm. and put in snow bunnies. Or no, I didn't put that one in snow bunnies. That's the one that was in the mm, sissy one. Look at you making sissy captions. <laughs> oh, I thought I was the only one that did that. Look at you stepping up to the plate, you dirty <laughs> fucking bitch. So Omnicron is set... Uh, to make this the deadliest winter in recent history. And I can't wait. I'm so excited. I hope the death count is high as fuck. Oh my God. My sister's still going off on how she thinks it's fake. And or yeah, fake, I wanted to fucking kill as many motherfuckers no, as possible. She kill them doesn't want to get it because she claims so many people are having all these side effects to it. She's like, because she's a massage therapist, and she's like, I had one woman come in, 65 years old, and she said she got the vaccine, and she got her period. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Made my balls swell up. Well, I hope it kills as many motherfuckers as possible, because I personally feel, whether it sounds heartful or not, uh, heartless or not, that these people that are refusing to take the vaccine are a significant danger to the rest of the population and they need to be dealt with. They need to be removed. They are the weak link. Goodbye. And if you 
are told you are going to fucking die if you don't get this vaccine and they say it's going to swell my balls it's going to give me my period i don't fucking care what they say fucking die <laughs> if you are that fucking stupid well not only that die, motherfucker not only Just that die. but they will say you know i'm not taking the vaccine because i don't know what's in it but you know all that, that hydroxychloroquine you know i want me some of that yeah or or uh ivermectin the yeah, horse DNA. yes all omnicron omnicron is going to do by killing these motherfuckers is make this country better and smarter let's get rid of the worst of the worst in this fucking country the fucking republicans that are trying to lock mexicans behind walls and put black people in prison and keep trannies from their bathroom and uh insurrections let's just fucking kill them let's let them kill themselves why are we helping these people why are we continually telling them to get the vaccine just consider them a lost cause let them fucking kill themselves and go on with our country (laughs) and let it be better and smarter and stronger because these stupid fucks have been purged from the goddamn gene pool tell us how you feel these people need to be purged from the fucking gene pool. They are horrible. And they don't need to be fucking passing on these bad, stupid, retard genes. So let them all fucking die. It, when it's so bad that Trump goes on with Candace Owens, of all people, <laughs> the most Oreo trader of all black women, and then he tells her, no, vaccines work. In fact, everybody who's dying are the unvaccinated. And then his base turns against him and says he's lying about the gene therapy. They all fucking need to die. Yeah, that's what my sister kept saying. They're they're hiding it. They're hiding all these side effects. They're hiding this. They're hiding that. And there's like no reason why they would hide this shit. These people are, are just too stupid to continue. And we need to purge them from the gene pool. They are dragging us all down, people. The only reason that the pandemic even got to Omicron, got to this point, instead of just been wiped out of existence like smallpox, is because of them. Mm-hmm. They are the only reason this is still a problem. The only reason this is still a problem. And they need to go. They well, need to just be purged from the gene pool. She brought up a point. She's like, well, the new um, Omicron vaccination is only like 40% effective. And I'm like, do you realize that when you take a flu shot, they're only about 40% effective? And these motherfuckers will take a flu shot. No, they'll shoot themselves up with horse fucking tranquilizers before they'll take something that's been okayed for human use, you know, by the FDA. It's... I, these people have to be purged. I mean, I'm hoping Omicron tears through them like tissue paper. I want it to kill all of these. Yeah, and every every news um, thing that I see about it, there, you know, the when they talk to the hospitals, the hospitals are all saying the majority of people that are coming into the hospital with COVID are not vaccinated. Yeah, uh, and even President Trump said that, and they turned against him and. It's just like ex-president douchebag said it, and they still don't <laughs> believe it. It's just like he he let it go too far to where they now don't believe the truth. Mm-hmm. He he put lies into their mind to the point that they can't see the truth at all. They're incapable of it. 
The so, holy QAnon gives them the information yeah. they need. It's too late now, Trump, you douchebag. You or took it too it? far, and now that you've lost control of the monster. Yeah. And, uh, oh. Oh, it pisses me off. Me, I don't even like talking about but it. it. But some savvy Democrats are learning to fight like Republicans. Good. Let me tell you what's going on in California. It'll, uh, what's it'll make on? you laugh like crazy. Well, you know that abortion is a constitutional right for women. Oh, I did see this. Yes. (laughs) So when the Supreme Court that was nominated by Trump said, oh, yeah, we'll totally entertain bills against a constitutional protected right. So California says, oh, really now? Okay, we're going to ban guns. Mm -hmm. And we're going to use the same verbiage to do it that you did for abortion. And it's going to go to the Supreme Court. And we have the exact same verbiage, and we're going to see if they make it legal for us to ban your constitutional right to own firearms yep. in California, because it is the exact same bill. Didn't they even didn't they even leave the provisions in for people yeah. telling on each yep. other for rewards, yep. bounties, and everything? They did the exact same thing to remove gun rights in California. So anybody who lives in California, guess what? Your guns are about to be taken away. But it's funny as hell because California is like, oh. You GOP people are all about your Second Amendment rights, but you want to take women's rights away, so we'll mm-hmm. take your gun rights away. And if you don't like it, maybe you can rethink what you're doing because turnabout well, is I fair mean, play, motherfuckers. It, it boils down to this, too. You'll see people picketing, anti-vax picketing, using the slogan, my body, my choice. Yeah, they're so oblivious. But then when it comes to abortion, then it's no longer your body, your choice. Because they want to think that a baby is you know, a baby or is a, a alive the minute it's conceived. So, cause that's what the hardcore ones think. Yeah. The California legislator is standing with Texas and says, if you're going to remove the right for a woman to choose what happens to her own body in the state of Texas, we will remove the right for you to own a firearm in California. Mm-hmm. Turnabout is fair play. We've been trying to get rid of guns the right way by legislating them. But we'll just fucking take them away. If you want to do this shit, if you want to make this move, then we'll make our move. And we'll do this fucking same dirty trick you are, and we'll get it done. You, and you big macho man that's trying to take away a woman's right doesn't affect you. It's none of your fucking business, mm-hmm. but you're pushing it. So we're going to do something that does affect men, you. Men we're going to take your toys away. Men that have no fucking clue. Because I remember watching a show where there were news or something where they were going to these fuckers that wrote this bill. And they started asking them questions about some of the shit that was in the bill and they couldn't even give answers. Yeah, they don't read that shit. They just like, oh, if it's Biden, vote no. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <sighs> along the line of the Republicans being fucking uh, a population we need to purge from this country. Alaska is now warmer than California in December. Did you were you aware of that? No, I haven't seen anything. It is about warmer it. in Alaska currently than it is in California because of climate change. I yeah. Uh, climate change. Well, I mean, up until today, how many times you probably can't remember, but you know, just as in general, how many times have you seen it be sixty five degrees? On Christmas in Kentucky. Well, it irks me because not only is it obviously due to climate change, same with our tornadoes, that uh, f- tornadoes that haven't hit this state in hundreds of years. 
but it's obviously climate change, but we had to change what we called it because the Republicans are so fucking stupid. <laughs> we used to call it global warming, yeah. but then they were like, tornadoes aren't hot. Yeah. There's more snow this year, so that means global warming doesn't exist. They're so fucking stupid and so anti-science that you got to watch what you call things because they will take it as literal meaning because they're so stupid. So if you <laughs> call something global warming, they're like, well, it's not hotter today. Uh-huh. It's more snow. So we had to change it to climate change because of these morons. What are we going to have to do? Change the fucking uh, vaccine to just get the, the COVID shot? Yeah. Will they take it then if we just call it the COVID shot? These fucking inbred cousin fucker motherfuckers. The, li the live poke. God, I fucking hate these people. Jesus Christ, they're so fucking... You know, I don't. I know that the world is full of stupid people. And I don't like stupid people. But now it's gotten to the point where they are organizing stupid. And they are becoming dangerous because stupid is becoming I organized. Mean, just listen to some of the fucking conspiracies QAnon comes out with. Jewish space lasers, JFK coming back from and the what's, dead. What's bad? <sighs> what's bad is I thought when the... Uh, when the oh what what did they call the extreme right wing people a couple of years ago what were, what was their little group name uh, Tea Party the Tea Party I thought when the Tea Party came out I was like these people are fucking stupid it can't get any stupider than this <laughs> and fucking Republicans are like hold my beer yeah stupid got <laughs> organized now I have been getting a lot of messages lately um, about one of our girls and I want to address it okay. I want to address it where people know what, what the deal is because I've been. Why am I not getting these messages? <sighs> I, I am the one that hoards these girls. They're mine. I'm the one that spends <laughs> four to six hours every day <laughs> answering joking. people. You are not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one who answers people back more efficiently as far as the fan base. But they're asking about Riley. They're like, uh, "Do you guys not like Riley? Is she not part of BGM anymore?" So I, I just want to touch about it. We, we don't dislike Riley. I sent Riley. her a message today. Yeah, I wish her a happy uh -huh. new year. Guys, Riley is no longer with, a B, with BGM, but she left on her own. We don't wish her any ill will. We don't dislike the woman. Um, we worked with her after her departure from BGM. Um, it, there's no bad blood there. Uh, everybody thinks there's some sort of bad blood. There isn't. Uh, she, she chose to leave BGM. We're not a prison. If you, if you want to leave, you can leave. Um, it's not like we're going to hate you to the, you know, to the day you die if you choose to leave BGM. That's fine. Uh, there are other girls that we've had work with us that uh, we do dislike because <laughs> they, they left, but before they did, they were extremely disrespectful for no reason and shitty to us for no apparent reason when we did nothing but help them. But Riley wasn't really like that. Riley is just, she went on to do her own thing. And that's fine. We wish her well. I mean, we don't have any ill will against Riley. Uh, so if you guys are thinking that for some reason we dislike Riley or we hate Riley, that's not true. She's just off doing her thing. She's doing her thing. Yeah, we're doing our <laughs> thing. She's doing her thing. We, I mean, you don't have to be in the same fucking company with somebody to... Be somebody's friend. I mean, I, uh, uh, rumors. H have we had problems with Riley? Yeah. Look at all these rumors. She's been, she's been a friend of ours for like seven, eight years. 
Well, didn't we both know her before we even knew each other? Yeah. <laughs> she transitioned with us. I mean, it's been like seven, eight years. So she's off doing her own. Uh, she doesn't live locally, so. Yeah, she's a good two hours away. Yeah. But, you know, we wish her well. I mean, it's not like we have any animosity towards them or wish her ill will in any way because that's not it at all. So I, I wanted to touch on that to let all these fucking fans that keep hitting me up to know that there's nothing going on there. There's no hatred. There's no drama. There's no dislike. There's really not the conspiracy drama that, pe- that fans want to be there. You know how... How fans want to hear about drama and stories. Yes. It's like there's nothing to the story. So it's not that interesting. We just went our own ways. That's how the world works. It's kind of like your best friend fucking 10 years ago. You probably don't even fucking speak to him nowadays. That's just how it works. Oh, how life God. is. I, I don't think I've spoken to anybody I would have considered a close friend mm. in forever. Just how life is. You know, you yeah. go your own way, you develop your own path, you go your own direction, whatever. You get some tits and nobody wants to talk to you. <laughs> so. Uh, I I am. I am going to go to my 25-year reunion. I think that's what it is. It's next year. No, it's my 30. Oh, my God, I'm old. What? 30 what? My 30-year high school reunion is next year. Yeah, you're old. Fuck. But I'm going. I am fucking going. Are you? Oh, fuck yeah. Well, I'm not. I want to rub it in. I'm not because I didn't graduate (laughs) high school. Okay. I was not in high school long. Yeah, I know because you always fought. There's nothing to go back to. (laughs) I dropped down the 10th grade. I was like 16 or something. Uh, so there's nothing to go back to for me as far as high school. I wasn't well, friends with really anybody you know, in high school. I want to go back for the reunion just because I want everybody to see the difference. And, you know, my family that's from upstate New York, by and large, none of them are supportive. I, but I, I love the area, so I kind of want to go back, do the do the reunion, kind of see the area for one last time, because I'm sure after that I'll probably never go back up there ever again. I don't know. I just don't care about those people or what they think. Well, but you you grew up moving around, so you don't really feel tied to any one place. I lived there from the time I was born until I was like 19, except for one year. Yes, and don't take this wrong, because I know you, you've gone through a lot of body changes you want to show off. But No, it's not show off. I want to rub it into their Republican ass. When it comes to high school reunions, this is how I personally feel. I feel like if you need to go back and you need to uh, tell all those people what's been going on in your life after you've lived your life for 30 years, then you're pretty fucking pathetic that you got to go back back to your oh, high school fuck you. to show them what you've accomplished how what what my thing is why do you fucking give a shit about anybody in high school well, that you don't know okay. 30 years ago i guess i need to explain more would you even remember any of their fucking names no i'm friends with uh, well i'm friend it's funny 
because where I'm from in upstate New York is an extremely conservative area. It's like Eastern Kentucky without the accent. And I don't know. It's just, I want to go back, not really to say, look at me. It's more like a, it's more like a fuck you. Why? What's the point though? Well, okay. I'm not really friends with any guys I knew in high school anymore. But on Facebook, I am friends with a ton of women who seem to have no issue with it at all. It's just, I mean, I told you how my dad was. Toxic masculinity is just at a fucking ridiculous level up there. Everybody wants to go snowmobiling. Everybody wants to go logging. Everybody wants to build a a fucking wood cabin or a log cabin and go hunting and shoot deer and rabbit and shit. And it's so just, you're looking for trouble? No. Well, you know what? I don't go into biker bars. <laughs> it's not. Bars no. For a it's not going to be like I'm going into a fucking biker bar. I don't ever back down for trouble, but I don't look for it. And it sounds I'm like not you're going looking out of your for way trouble. To look for an issue. I'm not. You're you're telling me Wait. that they don't like your kind, but you're trying to rub yourself in their How face. many times have you seen me go looking for a problem? What I'm saying is I don't think you understand 2022, and you're playing a very dangerous game with the world right now. And it is not safe and I cannot protect you there. And you, if you don't think that if you're walking around and you've been rubbing in people's faces, that there will never be a time where something will happen to you by one of those fuckers, then you're kidding yourself. This is 2022. It's not like when you were growing up. Things are in heated up. Things have turned up to 11. These motherfuckers have become violent. Well, I do have a couple family members that are supportive that I would like to see one last time before I die. Yeah, I mean, if you go to a podunk town that believes a certain way and you rub it in their face. I'm not going to rub it in their face. I'm I'm, not going to walk in there and go, look at me. You are going to be a statistic. It's all fun and games till you become a statistic. Stop. I'm telling you it happens every fucking day to trannies. And it's because... You're getting way too serious. I'm Change just the saying, subject. it's because they don't know how to fucking care themselves to avoid trouble. There are certain areas you go, certain areas you don't fucking go. And black people believe the same way. Talk to any black man. I know a lot of black men. Black men are fully aware there are places you go and there are places you never go. Because if you go to certain places, you are asking for trouble You're asking to be a statistic. So what I'm just saying is I can't protect you there. And if you go there in a place that is unfriendly towards you, you are asking for a problem. And that problem could turn violent with 2022 because Mm -hmm. those assholes that you went to school with became MAGA violent (laughs) radicals. And they will see it as you wanting to come to their home and brag about your deviancy, and they will make you pay. I am not going to say anything about taking dicks in the butt on camera. It doesn't matter. You have tits. <laughs> Hun, what you're saying is extremely naive. I'm just telling you, your plans are dangerous, and you're playing a dangerous game. And these are not the people you fuck with in 2022 because they're serious, and they've just assaulted our capital. They are not, I mean, they're beating up Asians all over the place. These people 
are not to be fucked with right now. Let co- Corona kill them all. Let them weed them out. But just don't put yourself in a situ- situation where you amp them up. Well, I'm related to half of them. That's just the way it works. You're already there. not even allowed to go to your, your family's Thanksgiving. Well, that's this, because my grandmother was there. Uh, this town is not a good place. Well, they don't live there. Like I said, black men, <laughs> no. There are places you go, and there are places you don't. They are smart enough. They've dealt with it their whole lives. You're new to this. I'm <laughs> telling you, a black man can tell you right off the f- bat. There are places you need to know. You go, and there are places you oh don't. Oh, my God. Go. Can we move on to something else? you you so fucking childishly naive that you think that you're going to prove some point to them when all you're going to do is get... Dragged into an alley and beaten to death. There are no alleys. I know what you mean. I'm being a smart ass. I'm hoping you'll move to something else. I'm hoping to teach you where you don't pull this shit anywhere. Anywhere. This is not, you are not the person to do this. I am. You are not. (laughs) I I get in people's face and I make statements because I don't give a fuck because there ain't no man. That I fear. But I do fear a man with you. The, the, because you're not me. You're, you're not built like me. You don't have my training. You don't have my attitude. And even if they don't physically assault you, it is a good possibility that what they would say to you during that time would be something I would have to fix the damage of. You would come back to me broken. <laughs> And I would have to fix the emotional impact of what they said. No, no. I'm emotionally, I am much stronger you than think? I was when I met you. You think? Yes, I do. I thought that too. I really <laughs> did, Raven. And then I went to New Jersey. And then I was taught that things do bother me. And I still am bothered by it. It traumatized me. And I thought I was strong. I thought I could handle anything. But what they did to me in New Jersey was so dehumanizing, so humiliating, that I am still dealing with it. For all of our listeners that don't know what was done to me in New Jersey, I was hired by Clips for Sale to sign at their booth, and they were amazing. They gave me a great hotel room. Everything about Clips for Sale was amazing. I'll never say anything bad about that company or its owner. However, I was standing at the booth, and a lot of men used me as a dare. They would say, we dare you go take a picture with a tranny. I was a zoo animal the whole time. I was used as a double dare to many men. Uh, Everybody who walked by would point and make fun of me. It was the most uh, dehumanizing experience at a porn event I've ever endured. And I was only one of two trannies that were even present at that event. And the other one was passable, Venus Lux. So the only one they knew for damn certain was a goddamn tranny was me. And everybody on the expo, once they walked by and saw that there was a tranny there, I was a a tourist attraction. They'd bring their friends, take pictures with the tranny, and dare them. It was horrible. And I thought I was tough. And I thought nothing bothered me. Fuck you, I don't give a shit what you think. But having to do that, and having to be a dare, and be a zoo animal, and be treated like a freak show. Jesus, and then what happened to you on your way home? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
So it, it's that was a shit trip for you all the way around. Like Lexus always worries. She doesn't worry about any what anybody says to me out out there physically hurting me or anybody physically hurting me. She's just worried that somebody will emotionally hurt me. And I'm I'm pretty hard to emotionally hurt. But it can be done. And I just worry because I know that if they emotionally hurt you, then they're not going to fix it. It's going to be me. So you're going to come home broken and upset and traumatized, and I'm going to have to help you get over that. I'm going to have to help repair what these shitheads did. So all I'm trying to do is trying to get you to avoid the entire situation and tell you it's a bad situation to put yourself into, and it's not somewhere you want to be, and it's not a situation you want to put yourself into. That's all I'm saying. That although you may want to kind of show off and show them, hey, I'm doing just fine and look at me now, you're you're going to start something that you don't want to be. Well, I mean, it's not like I'm going to walk in and act like Robin Williams from the birdcage. I mean, or not Rob. Yeah, he was kind of, he was, <clears throat> who was his co-star? What's that guy's name? He was flamboyant. <sighs> oh, I know who you're talking about. The guy. Who yeah, does, I can't think of his name. He does um, Timon. He does a little weasel on a, a little mercat. Jesus. He's also in Mercat's voice. He was also in The Producers. I forget his name. So I had a client last night who talks to you quite frequently. Yeah, he does. About nerdy shit. Yeah, he does. So we're watching Boogie Nights. And it's like watching a fucking movie with you. Why? He's like, oh, that's so-and-so. They were in this movie and that movie and this. And you know they did this and that. <laughs> You're the same way. You will tell a story about each and every star in every movie because you never fucking forget anything. I find trivia interesting. Just like, the <laughs> you know, thinking Rudolph's claymation when he's a wooden puppet. I find that shit interesting. I want to be knowledgeable. Yeah, but most people don't have that ability to never forget shit. And some of us have the knack to forget a lot of things. That's why I made that joke in our chat about how you guys are going to have to take care of me because I'm going to be the first one with Alzheimer's. Well, I'm, I'm an elephant. <laughs> Haven't you seen my trunk? I know you have. You saw it Thursday. <laughs> I got a lot of my trunk. That's why oh. I threw my back out. I'm getting to the point where I love sucking on that trunk. Yeah, well, I threw my back out. I fucked you too hard Thursday. That three rounds was not, I'm too old for three rounds. And I, my back is fucked up now. Okay, guys, she says this, but she will never let me be on top. She will never let me ride. She'll never, it's always. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's not that I won't let you ride. You know damn well why I don't let you ride. It's because my shape and how painful it is for me. And you know this. It does yeah, not go the right way I that can you do, want it to. I can do reverse cowgirl and it's very similar to doggy style. Last time you begged me to ride me. And you did. You almost broke my fucking dick off, and it it's hurt. I was riding you normal cowgirl. There was girl. literally nothing pleasurable about that for me. Nothing. It was painful and uncomfortable. And the only, and I knew it would be. I knew it would feel like you were tearing my fucking dick off. But because I love you, <laughs> I did it. Just to show you why I don't do it. And when you had my big curve in you from that angle, you realized it wasn't something that was going well <laughs> and that you were hurting me. 
And I have a banana type curve. There are certain positions where it is uncomfortable and painful for me. You know, had you told me it was uncomfortable, I wouldn't have made you do it. You you can't force me to fuck against my curve. I mean, I've got a substantial curve. I got to go with the curve. Well, you can't, you know, talk shit to me about sucking your dick because of the curve. My throat curves down. Your dick curves up. It's hard to do deep throat when it's not curved the right way. First of all, I talk shit to everybody about sucking dick because ain't nobody suck dick like me. Oh, Jesus. Here we go. Ain't nobody got the bottomless throat I do. I can fucking suck down 14 inches like it was ain't no thing. Well, ain't nobody got the I mean, tongue the, action. the other day, I had your fucking dick and both your balls in my fucking mouth. That's, I mean, even with the balls, that's still not an achievement. I know. I see you fucking making these these other tranny bitches gag. I'm like, seriously? <laughs> seriously? But I will give you one thing. Me having so much fun on yours is making me much better on others. Are you using me as practice? Yeah. Hey, I fucking, I'll so, practice. That, that's homework I'll do every night. So this is something I, I thought I would discuss with you because um, unlike Lexus, so I, I thought I'd wait to discuss this once Lexus departed because I don't think she has anything to put into this subject. I don't think she would understand it or understand what I'm trying to say. You would. And what I'm saying is it comes off as super, um, super douchey. Like when celebrities in the past, before I was who I am, before you who were who you were, I would hear celebrities bitching about what their life was like. And I'd go, oh, I'd roll my eyes. Poor you. Oh, <laughs> you get too much attention with your millions. But I, I want to tell all the fans that are maybe want this, but fame sucks. I was... Fame fucking sucks. When Lexus and I went to the store the other night, we were talking about it, and I was like, uh, I remember exactly what I said to her. I was like, you know, people bitch because people like Tom Cruise don't want people around them, don't want the paparazzi, don't want that shit. And I'm like, I've experienced probably half a percent of the shit that people like Tom Cruise experience. And I'm like, I don't fucking want it. It's fucking invasive. <laughs> I mean, every there, I, I think there's Dollar Generals everywhere. I can't get out of my car and go into Dollar General without some guy stopping me and going, I think I know you. And I'm just like, nope, no, you don't. And I walk in the store and get away as fast as I can. I'm trying to get acclimated because lately it's gotten so bad that literally half the time, I leave my house. I'm recognized. Welcome to the world of leaving your house when you're known. And, you know, okay, like I'll tell this this stupid little story as, well, they, they already heard the story about the guy who immediately recognized me as soon just getting out of my car and walking up to your place. I got recognized. But I was driving back from my hair appointment the other morning. It's like 1030 in the morning. My hair appointment is at 8 because uh, I stay up all night, so I want it early where I can crash after my hair. So I'm driving home, and there's this long stretch, this like 40 minutes back home that has nothing on it, and it was during the holidays, because I just had it done uh, New Year's Eve, and there was nobody on the road. 
And I'm driving, and this truck driver is passing me in the fast lane. I'm in the slow lane because I'm just chilling, driving away. Uh, and he, he passes me, but then all of a sudden he slows down and starts getting even with me. So I guess he saw me when he was passing and liked what he saw. So then he kind of pulls back on his accelerator, pulls the hammer back, <laughs> and he starts going slower. And then he's side by side, and we're flirting, and he's flirting with me, so I'm bored. And I, <laughs> I have a tank top on, so uh, I pull out a titty. Oh, Jesus Christ. And I'm playing with my titty, like I spit on my nipple, I'm rubbing it. I'm giving him a good show. I'm dancing to the music, and he's loving it. And we're driving side by side on this long stretch, and I am just have my titties out. I'm flirting with this trucker. And so then he keeps trying to get me to pull over, and I'm not, I'm not even paying attention to it. But then he pulls his truck in front of mine. And he starts slowing down. He puts on his blinker to get over on this big shoulder to the right. I'm like, fuck, he, he wants me to pull over. So he pulls over onto the side. And I'm thinking to myself, this guy's pulling a big fucking rig off to the shoulder just to say hi to me. So I'm going to do this. See, let me stop you there. Oh, it's something I never want you to do. I, yeah, I was about to say, I would never. Don't ever do that. Don't ever do that. <laughs> but like I said, I fear no fucking man. I, I don't understand the fear that most girls feel because I'm not a victim because of the who I am. And I cannot think like one. So I understand that you should never <laughs> do this. But the circumstances are vastly different. So I, I pull my car up in front of him. I'm on there on the shoulder. I'm looking at my roofie mirror. And he climbs down from his cab. He's just an overweight trucker. He's, he looks like your typical trucker. And he walks around to the passenger side of my car. So knowing how this usually goes, I roll down my window and he leans down. And the first thing I do is say, hey, I got a dick. Because <laughs> I want to get that out of the way right away. <laughs> now, either he's going to go, oh, gotcha, and walk back to his truck, or he's going to talk to me. So I'm getting that out right away. By all the way, girls... If you even suspect a guy does not know, always say it immediately. Yes. Always tell them. Yes. Never hide that shit. You hide that shit, you'll get killed. So I tell him I have a dick. He's like, it doesn't bother me. You got great titties. You are so beautiful. Next thing I know, he's staring at me. And he stops and he says, are you fucking Kimber Haven? <laughs> and I, I start laughing. I'm like, how'd you know who I was? He says, I didn't recognize you with the brunette hair, but you and Raven are the shit. He's like, I'm a porn addict. Ah. And, of course truckers are. Yeah, so I laughed and like, yes, I'm Kimber Haven. He says, listen, I didn't want anything from you. That's not why I had you pull over. All I want you to do is listen to the fact that I want to tell you thank you. I've been on the road for four days. It's been a long trip, and this has been the best moment for my trip. And I was going to thank you for making my trip great just from flashing me. He says, I am a trucker. We love that shit. He <laughs> says, you made my day. He says, but now that I know that I've been flashed by Kimber Haven is made my fucking trip. Thank you so much. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you're welcome. Hit me on Twitter. He's like, I don't have a Twitter, but I'm going to make one. And then he just got back in his truck and I pulled off and I felt good about the encounter. I'm like, even that's, a fucking trucker knew who the fuck I was. That's very different from my last on the road story. What was yours? I was coming back from somewhere in middle Ohio. I can't remember where it was. And I'm stuck in like accident traffic in Cincinnati. And this guy pulls alongside me and he's in a nice Cadillac SUV. So I'm like, okay. So he, he like rolls his window down. So I rolled mine window down. He's telling me how beautiful I am. And I'm like, thank you. And so he's, you got a number? So I'm like, oh, let me 
He's got a Cadillac. I'll give him my number. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so I give him my number, and he starts texting me, and he's like, you know, he's asking me questions and shit like that. And I'm like, uh, hun, before we go any further, I was like, you should know I'm a transsexual. And then I get like no message for like 30 or 40 seconds. And this guy's in front of me also. Cause I, he was trying to get me to pull off on the next exit and stop and talk to him. So I'm like, I'm a transsexual. And he's like, I can't even remember what he said, but it was very brief when he did say something. And then you see his car, because we're in stuck traffic, so he's doing everything he can to get over to the right lane so he can get off, because I'm right behind this guy now. And this guy just blew me off because I had a penis, and now he's in front of me. So he got off the interstate as quick as he could. So it was like the trucker that we were going to Florida. Oh, God. He was all about you until you sent him your website. No, no, I did one better because he he rolled down his window when we were driving. He wanted my number, so I gave it to him while we were driving. And then he was texting me like that guy was. And then I sent him a picture of my dick out. That was the end of the conversation. He's I like, think it's so hilarious that these guys will come up to you and mac on you and tell you you're the most gorgeous woman they've ever seen. And then they find out you have one thing that's different, and all of a sudden, oh, my God, I'm a homo. Yeah, they're they're Stick incredibly to attracted to you, and then you then they find out you have a dick, and all of a sudden they're not attracted to you. Whatever, dude. And he knew my name, so how much would you want to lay down that he went home and fucking googled me? Well, you know he did. <laughs> so yeah, and you know, speaking of how shitty fame is, though, I was thinking about certain celebrities, and they must have a very weird life. Why? Like, let's look at at the type of fame Macaulay Culkin had. <laughs> no, seriously, he's famous for something he did when he was a kid, but he hasn't done anything in like 20 fucking years. That was like when he was a kid. So he can't even go grocery shopping <laughs> without being harassed by people. And he's been out of the public light for 20 years mm-hmm. just because he was a little kid. He's like, dude, I was 10. Well, the movies are still going on, though. Just like we say, you know, once we quit porn, our movies are still out there. And people are going to be hitting us up even when we're old ladies, you know, saying, oh, I love your porn and shit. And it's, yeah, it's going to be weird when I'm in my, like, late 50s. Can you imagine trying to live a normal life as Macaulay Culkin and you are harassed night and day just because of something you did when you were 10 years old? Well, somebody else like that... um, Oh, I'm forgetting his real name, but the the guy who played Wesley Crutcher on the Next Generation. Oh uh, yeah, Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton, yeah. I'm sure I he like gets. Will I'm sure he gets the same shit. He's a big D and D freak. I love what me some you know, nerdy there's, Will Wheaton. There's a lot of people that were famous as children that I'm sure don't get noticed a lot because they look so different now. Well, I'm about to run and take a power peep, but before I do. <laughs> I wanted to get you started talking on something because when I get back, I'm going to... You've already peed once. I know, but I've been drinking a lot of coffee. But I was going to start telling the fans about all of our upcoming procedures. So I figured you could tell them about your fucking mustache that you're going to get soon. Oh, my God. Fuck you in the mustache. Oh, so... um, Let me get seated before I do this. Um, We get a lot of work done. Um, it's just something you have to deal with when you're trans because 
It doesn't matter how good you look. And I try to explain this to my little trans daughter, Amy Fox, all the time. She's gorgeous, but she can't wait to do her next procedure. And, you know, I, I tell her I'm the last person in the world that should ever tell somebody they shouldn't get procedures done, but she doesn't need it. I don't necessarily need this procedure, but my lip injection nurse planted the idea in my head. Um, my lips are full, but they're not, they don't have the curl up on the top like Kimber's do. So she was doing my lips one day and she's like, you have a long upper lip. That's why I can't get your lip to turn with all the, uh, the injections. You have very wide lips. She said, I have man lips is what she <laughs> fucking said. She goes, you have a long upper lip. So I started looking into how to fix long upper lips. And um, I came across something called an upper lip lift. And what they do is they make this weird They incision. sew your upper lip to your nose. No, they don't. Yeah, they basically do. Unless you're naughty love. Oh. But they, they cut just just right at the edge of your nostrils. And then they take like this mustache-shaped piece of skin out of your nose, and then they pull the skin back together. Now, the mustache joke she made is because when they stitch it up, you end up looking like you have a uh, Gomez mustache. One of those evil before, villain yeah, mustaches. Before the stitches come out, or I look like a... It looks like a little baby Hitler mustache. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can you can like play with as you plot your schemes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I will be getting that done February first, <clears throat> and luckily, unlike most of the surgeries I've gotten, I'm getting the surgery on like a Tuesday, and then um, I can go back to work on Wednesday. I mean, really, the only reason I can't drive home is because they're going to give me a Valium to make me chill. And I'll be getting a minor uh, lower face and neck lift because minor, I'm old. Minor, You're going to come out looking like uh, looking like your, your eyebrows are up in your hairline. And <laughs> Don't be jealous. <laughs> Don't be jealous. I already man. told you I'm going to have to go get that now, too, because I can't be looking like the old girlfriend. <sighs> I'm just old. I need it done. Yeah, but we're both old. You're going to look younger now. So now I got to look younger too. I'm almost 50 years old. I'm trying to stay in plus, the game a little bit longer. Plus, if we get this done, we might be able to entertain our fans for a few more years without making them go, oh, that's so sad. Bless their heart. <laughs> yeah. They're old people with walkers still trying to be sexy. Yes. <laughs> I don't want that. So, as far as... TVs, TV shows, and movies. I'm really looking forward to Peacemaker. It's the only one. It comes out January 9th, I think, or 12th. I don't think I've heard anything about that. Peacemaker with John Cena. I was telling you about it the other night. Um, Peacemaker, if you haven't seen it or the trailers, it looks fucking hilarious. They build on the Peacemaker character from Suicide Squad because if you watch the... Which one was Peacemaker? John Cena. Do you know who John Cena is? Yeah, but I don't remember him in, Dar in uh, what movie did you say? Suicide on? Squad. Oh, you said Suicide Squad, and for some reason I was thinking Deadpool in my head. <sighs> like John Cena wasn't in Deadpool. 
Yes, I'm having one of those days. <laughs> anyway, did you even see the new Suicide Squad? Yes. We How watched could, it together. You you didn't you didn't see John Cena in it? Yeah, he's wearing the retard he- helmet. Yeah, he was pretty visible. <laughs> but anyway, if you watch the be uh after credits, you'll see the peacemaker survived. And they made an offshoot series that's just a straight up comedy series. Where he drives around town as a vigilante in a star-spangled muscle car with a bald eagle sidekick that he has as a pet. He's trained a bald eagle pet. And if you watch the trailers, it's fucking hilarious. He just goes balls to the wall with the comedy on this. <laughs> and he's just a fucking idiot. He's a dangerous idiot. And I was thinking to myself when I'm watching this that John Cena is just so much better than The Rock. In oh, way. Yeah. In every conceivable way. He's just better. The Rock, to me, comes off as a narcissistic, full-of-himself, egomaniac douchebag. Wow, it sounds like you just described yourself. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, but, you know, John Cena seems very humble and cool and uh, has a great sense of humor, likes to make fun of himself. You know who don't like him? Who? Republicans. Because he's friends with China. First of all, Republicans don't like anyone. They they are literally the hate movement. Their entire party is about hatred for everything. They're, they're how did we hatred. go? How did we go from Ronald Reagan to this shit? I'm just talking well, in my lifetime. Well, Nancy, not really sure. <laughs> I mean, we went from, you know, it's, it's just built. I mean, the, it's built over years. Republicans haven't won the popular vote in over 30 years. They can't be elected fairly. Nobody wants them in office. They have literally, the president has not been elected in 30 fucking years by popular vote in the Republican Party. It just doesn't happen. Nobody likes them. So that's why they redistrict. They gerrymander. Yes, they, they cheat. Do. They do everything they can to fucking stay in power because they're a minority party of hatred that nobody fucking likes and they they're, can't win a fair election they're losing their shit because they see they're losing their majority power yeah and they can't fucking stay in office and run on uh the issues where are they gonna fucking run on all they do is culture wars you, uh, you know you need to vote for me because I will get rid of the Mexicans. I will stop them picking we, on Elmo. I will put Sesame Street in his we, place. We've got to get all those child raping trannies out of the bathrooms. Yeah, they're all about culture war, division, and hatred for others. They have no policies that they run on. They have literally obstructed everything good for Americans, period. They don't want you to have health care. They fought it for years upon years. They don't want you to have the stimulus. They fought that too. The big build back better package to fix all the roads. They've already fucking fought that off. Mm-hmm. They don't, they fought off voting rights. Literally the Republicans are fighting against the American people at every available opportunity to make sure they don't get shit unless it's a tax break for their wealthy friends and then they get what they want. Oh, yeah, they always get it. Republicans have never done anything for the American people. In fact, they have been the obstacle for getting anything better in this country. They are against the American people. They are the fucking party of hatred, seething hatred. And all they are is constantly mad and divisive, and they want this person kicked out, and this person kicked out, and you're not American enough, and you're not American enough. You're not an American, and you're not American. And it's like, fuck you, asshole. You're the one who fucking stormed the Capitol. Don't tell me I'm not a fucking American. Get the fuck out of my country, you fucking whack job. 
I don't know what movie this is from. Um, what was uh, Jim Carrey's co-star's name in uh, Dumb and Dumber? I can't remember his name to save my life. Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels. Do you ever see that? I'm I'm guessing it's part of a TV show or movie where he's sitting in like a college yep. and he talks and he about says, how America isn't fucking great anymore. Yeah. And he lists I love that. And he lists where we are on everything. And it's yes. true. Yeah. Because there's propaganda in this country where they make you believe. They're like, you are living the greatest country on earth. We're the best at everything. And they propaganda you to death thinking that you live in this amazing country. But you know what? Canada is doing a lot better than we are. Yeah, they are. <laughs> they and don't they, have half the shit we do. They have to do it while being, you know, while freezing their asses off too. It's like, <laughs> you know, if, if I wasn't, you know, just old now, I'd fucking just move to Canada, become shit, a Canadian. Like, like this is you bullshit. Know, Norway and Sweden? Why the fucking Republicans Those? have this fucking place? I don't fucking give a shit. <laughs> Fuck them. Fucking oh, hate-filled hate shit. mongers. Shit. This show's going fast tonight. <laughs> That's because we've been going off. The I look down and I fully expected it to be like 710, 720. <laughs> yeah, I, I missed being on. Even when we just miss a week, I miss it. How many other radio shows do you think are on New Year's fucking day in the middle of a goddamn tornado? Only the totally We're not inappropriate. In the middle of a tornado. We have a tornado warning, and it's been fucking insane all now, fucking day. The river coming up to your house is like right next to the road for the majority of the time. Oh, speaking of the river coming up to the house, if you live coastal, if you live by the coast, you need to move like immediately. Oh God, have you ever seen those? Uh... Did you hear about the Doomsday Glacier coming? No. Oh yeah, it, you don't have to worry about murder hornets or COVID. Doomsday Glacier is coming. It's all over the news. Check it out. Uh, what's happened is because of the increase in temperature, Yeah, a glacier is about to break off into the ice. They're expecting it to happen anytime. When it does, it's the size of Florida. They said that when the doomsday glacier hits the water and begins to submerge, it will raise the water levels around the world by 10 feet. All coastal cities will be underwater. They said they are estimating at least 250 million people being displaced when it breaks. Uh, There's like going on. No, it's actually <laughs> scientific climate change. They're saying this thing has been in the process of breaking, but things have gone too far now. And we're getting to a point where you can't undo it at this point. You know, I don't know if you've ever thought this, but I do think this frequently because I've seen a lot of like end of the world movies because I like seeing those too. <clears throat> it makes you wonder with everything that's been going on lately, if we're right on the cusp of a major shift that's going to kill, you know, billions of people. We are. And the government is just keeping it secret because they know everyone will freak out and... Start doing what they do on all the end of the world movies. We literally are. I mean, anybody can look up uh, Doomsday Glacier and you're going to find out that it this is backed by every fucking scientist in the world. They all say, yeah, we've been trying to warn you of this for 30 years mm -hmm. that this was going to happen with this glacier. And now it's getting to the point where we're expecting it to happen any day. Jesus. Florida will look like a fucking pencil. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they said that coastal cities will be underwater. And they said that they've been warning us. The scientific community has been warning us about climate change and the impact for well, 30 fucking years. And this is one of the things they've been telling us about that nobody has listened to. And they're saying it's going to happen soon. I, I watched this documentary about this island in the South Pacific that, you know, for all of time, at least our recordable time, it's been fine. But in the last like 50 years, because of the water, the water's rising, um, this island is slowly disappearing. Yep. And there's an entire culture that lives on this island and they're having to like go out to the to the um the coral reefs and grab you know coral to try to build up and you know there's a lot of these people that are living on stilt houses over a little bit of water that used to be you know hundreds of yards away from the water and now it's like six inches underwater i mean yeah it's the, crazy the, the ice caps have been documented to have been melting and raising water levels for the past 30 fucking years, but the scientists have said now it's gotten to the point where this huge glacier, and it has a name, I forget its name, is about to break off. And when it does, it's going to cause a massive shift of coastal areas because it's the size of Florida. And when that much ice hits the water in the main ocean, it's going to raise sea levels by 10 feet. And they've been trying to tell the government this will destroy all coastal cities. It is happening, and it's going to happen soon. So, as a public service, Kimber Haven is telling you, if you live in a coastal city, sell your house and prepare to move, because it is only a matter of time before this shit happens. Shit, my brother just moved to Orlando. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> your dogs are playing. Shit. I'm losing track of time again. Four minutes went by, and I feel like we just said about three sentences. Yeah, I mean, anybody <laughs> is welcome to go research the science of the Doomsday Glacier. But, yeah, it's been a thing for 30 years. And it's just getting to the point that they're expecting it to happen. And it, it they've just been, the raising temperatures have been melting the polar ice caps, adding to the water level of the ocean, raising it very slowly. But they're saying a landmass the size of Florida hitting the water and breaking off from the main continent is going to cause substantial, devastating damage all around the world to all coastal cities. And they said that it's not there yet, but it's any time. And they said that it's gotten to a point in the, the heating of the ice caps that this is things you about know, to break away. You know what that reminds me of, though? When uh, the day after tomorrow in the beginning, when they're working on the ice shelf and it breaks and they almost fall in, and then they, they literally said, like, a piece of it broke off in the movie the size of Texas. Yeah. See, it's all based, that was all based on a real thing called the Doomsday Glacier. And it's been around for 30 years. But it hadn't gotten to a point where it became a reality. Like, this is actually yeah, going to happen soon. Fucking humans don't want to worry about shit until it's blown up in their yep. face. And then they want to try to fix it. Yep. But it's coming. So let's not fix it before and save billions of lives and billions and billions and trillions of dollars. We're going to be fine in Kentucky though. Yeah. <laughs> we will be a lot closer to the beach. Yeah. <laughs> We're very landlocked here. So yeah, but it's all the, the climate changing is bringing it on. I, scientists are expecting with the next few I years was break. Thinking about it when I was driving here, cause you guys are kind of up on a little hill right here. 
So this entire place would have to almost be Noah's Ark flooded to get to you. You might be stuck here. You'd have to get, you know, food and stuff airlifted into you, but you'd probably do okay. You know how I describe where I live and what my house is like to most people? Yes, because I hear you do it all the time. Do you ever watch (laughs) Nothing But Trouble? Vulcanvania? There you go. (laughs) The the weird old judge's house in the middle of the junkyard in the middle of nowhere? There, There you go. That's, that's where my house is located and what it looks like. It looks like the Munster's house out in the middle of fucking nowhere. I wouldn't say your house looks like the Munster's house, and I wouldn't say that your junkyard is not right in your backyard no. like it is in the it's movie. It's street. And it's, I would say he keeps it up a little better than they did in that movie. <laughs> well, and, we, and we the, have like no minutes left. And our, so. our next door neighbor, which is a collapsed 120-year-old house in you know, South. I pulled in a couple weeks ago, and the sun was coming through the windows of that decrepit house. And when I first looked over, I thought there was lights on in there. <laughs> I was like, holy <laughs> fuck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Am I seeing ghostly things? All right. I guess we, we better wrap it up. Yeah, we got to wrap it up. up. So hopefully we entertained you, maybe taught you a few things. See, now you know it's not claymation. It's wooden puppets and fucking Rudolph. (laughs) And you know I burned my leg and I'll never be sexy again. And you know what Lexus looks like if you never saw her before. (laughs) But anyway, people, we love you. Hopefully we we entertained you. We'll talk to you next week. Peace. Bye, guys. Hi, guys. I have some fun on you. Anyway, I'm going to suck your fucking dick.